I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the live lad, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? So this might be one of the earliest we've ever recorded podcasts because typically we record podcasts super late on game nights. Sometime we record pods at like one o'clock in the morning. Uh, right now we're recording a pod at 2 p.m. in the afternoon on a Thursday. Uh, but we're doing this because we wanted to make it more Euro-friendly because a lot of times when we've been hosting these these live Locked on Mavs, they've been late at night on Central Eastern Time. And uh, a lot of our brothers and sisters overseas who listen to our pod have uh, let us know. So hopefully this is a little bit more time-friendly for people in Germany and Spain and Slovenia and everywhere else hopefully so we decided to do it a little bit early but we are today answering your guys's questions on hot mic we're live right now and uh all right everybody on hot mic start sending your questions in we'll start getting to them uh one of our first questions was is tiger king a good show isaac i'm out on tiger king guys i i watched like three episodes here's my thing i watched three episodes and I just, I was not inspired to watch the rest of it. And I think my wife has watched, no, I didn't finish. I have no desire to finish that show. Wow. That's surprising to me. It was just one of those shows you can't not finish. I don't, my wife finished the show or I think she's watched like, I don't know. There's, she has like one episode left, but uh, anyway, I, it was just, it was very strange and very weird, and I would rather watch something else, I guess. That's the whole point, was it was strange and weird, and that there was just nothing that you could take away from it, but wow, there's some wild people in this world. Yeah, and there's so many memes and stuff uh, from it now, and so, I mean, I get the memes, and I think they're funny, and uh, I've saw bits and pieces of the other episodes, I guess, just haven't watched it fully. I don't really um, care about it. Another question. What do we think of Luca's beard? I think this is a very fair question. Well, I haven't shaved in, in, a, in a while. So my wife is uh, pushing me to shave right now. My hair is getting... My hair is probably the longest it's been in like years. So I kind of feel Luca on this. Hey, you just let it let it grow. What does he have to lose right now? You know, like if now's the time, you, if you ever wanted to try something with your hair, now's the time because no one's going to see it. I think he should just go for it. Just keep on letting it grow out. Let's see what happens. And the next time you have to be on TV, then yeah, figure it out then. Uh, like what it. does he have to lose? So he has he has new Holger, right? His longtime partner. And so I, I don't think she's going anywhere, right? Uh, can they go anywhere right now? No, I mean like she's not going to leave him, right? Oh. True, right? So I mean, he's he's fine in that sense. Like, uh, you know, at, at the point where. Both of us have gotten married, and once you're in a, like a long-term relationship with somebody, you know, marriage or, or the otherwise, at that point you're like, okay, well, we're you know we're together, right? We're committed to this, and so uh, sometimes guys gain a little weight. Sometimes, uh, you know, women don't do the the Marvel Sisters Maisel thing every day where they get up early and they put the makeup on and pretend to go back to bed. <laughs> and so, 
<laughs> Nobody really does that, but I just thought that was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Luca, I mean, go ahead with the beard. Let's just see where this thing goes, right? Yeah, keep growing it out. I like it. I, Luca, when he would like clean shave, he just looks so young, and I, I like Luca with uh, with the beard. Um, Matthew says, were you there for the one year, you know, one year ago today, we're recording this on Thursday. One year ago today was Dirk's last home game. Were you there? He said, I was there. So shout out to Matthew who was at that game. I was not there, uh, but Isaac, you were. Yeah, man. I, um, I was there for that last home game and I mean, it, it's seriously, I mean, it's, it's a night that I'll never forget. It's a, a game I'll never forget. Um, just a memory outside, really it's outside of, um, you know, the sports world. It's just a memory that I'll, I know that I'll never forget. And I've tweeted out a few things today, but just walking into the arena, uh, that, that day I got there super early and they had all these Dirk memories kind of on these posters outside the arena in victory park. If you've ever been there and um, I mean, this blue carpet. And so it's like a memory lane type thing. And you just all the pregame stuff of Dirk getting there early and all the employees, like arena employees greeting him in the parking garage and um, just him walking in so much media. He makes a joke when he comes in. He's like, oh, is this the finals? And it's because so many people were there and just the experience in the arena. And I mean, it, yeah, the the ceremony afterwards with the players they brought in uh, that you know all meant the world to him and walking after the game like the the tunnel underneath the arena to go towards I say it's a tunnel but just the walkway to like the press conference rooms and stuff and you you know you're walking I'm literally walking past Charles Barkley here there's Scotty Pippen down you know the the walkway a little bit you know further and it's like it's just a matter of who's who that night because there's so many different people there and uh, celebrities and big names and I just yeah but Dirk is. Uh, there's, there'll never be another Dirk, and I'll never forget that night. Never. It was it was an incredible night, and even just watching, I mean, and, and experiencing all the things from afar, uh, you just had to take everything in, right? You just had to take every single little thing. I think that night could have just lasted forever, right? There's just certain nights yeah. in your life um, that you're just like, man, I wish this could just last the rest of, I mean, go until morning or whatever, and I think people could have stayed there and listened to people talk about Dirk and listened to people, um, you know, just share stories and all that about Dirk. So it's pretty, it's also wild in the sense of time that it was a year ago, right? It seems so long ago, just an incredible amount of time long ago. Uh, By the way, the Mavericks would only have three games left in the regular season at this point. If the season had still stayed the way that it was, which is just wild to me as well. I mean, time is just somehow standing still and somehow still flying by at the same time. So that means we're like three weeks away from the Mavericks uh, first round upset. Probably. Ooh, the Mavericks getting upset? No, the Mavericks you know, upsetting someone. Christian says, have y'all watched All-American on Netflix? I have not. Uh, no, I have not. I've heard great things about it, and it's definitely on my list. I, I want to watch it, but uh, no, I haven't watched it yet. Everybody says I'm cutting in and out. I'm not trying Maybe to. Maybe it's just because you like the Lakers. <laughs> I'll t- what's I'll- another question <laughs> oh this is great for the podcast by the way um fernando said if you had any opportunity to live anywhere in the world where would you live oh my gosh this is super hard <laughs> i want to be one of those people and say 
well, can I add stuff to this? Can I say anywhere in the world with whoever I want to? Like, as far as I can move some family members there or uh, some some close friends. Um, I mean, I don't know. This is super hard. I guess I'm torn. Yeah, I'm torn. Somewhere, it, because I, there's a part of me that wants to live in Brazil with my wife if we had fa- family down there. Uh, y'all, some of y'all know my wife's from Brazil and stuff, and I love the country of Brazil. So shout out to you guys if uh, any of you are listening. But I don't know. Rio's amazing, but Rio's a little bit dangerous. Um, yeah, there's a couple places in Brazil I would love to live if family and stuff uh, was down there too, so. I think yeah, immediately sure, I go that. to Los Angeles, right? I mean, I just want to be by the Lakers. There's so much stuff there. Just this basketball in general seems to revolve around that area. Uh, my wife and I have always wanted to live in New York City, too. That's a place I've always wanted to live. Um, all right, coming up, let's get into some more questions. Answer your questions live locked on Mavericks right now. Technical issues aside, we're trying to figure it all out. So coming up, let's get into more of your questions. But before we do, Isaac Harris, live ad read hopefully my audio doesn't doesn't cut out so everybody can hear me well sports have come to a screeching halt but with basketball benched and pitchers off the mound our friends at my bookie are not going to let you down stay sane and stay entertained with access to your favorite games like blackjack roulette slots war and more it doesn't matter matter whether you're out in in the front lines or quarantined at home the fun doesn't have to come to an end with my bookie and if video poker is not your thing and you still need a fix they've got you covered with a host of live casino dealers online that's right they have professional dealers at their tables live on site 24 7 24 7 they have casino dealers any time of the night so if you have one of those nights you just don't want to end like we talked about with dirk's final home game you can continue it and play you know online with these casino dealers Uh, You can trust the industry leaders like these. They're reliable, upright, and best of all, they pay fast when you win. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA for a 150% bonus on your first casino deposit. That's promo code LOCKEDONNBA to receive 150% cash bonus on your first deposit, and you can claim those extra funds all the way up to $750. Use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to activate the offer. Promo code LOCKEDONNBA at mybookie.ag. You spin, you win, you get paid. All right, Isaac, let's get into some more of these questions. Aaron Holloway asked more about some TV shows. He says, what about Hunters on Amazon Prime? I, have, I don't think I've watched that show. I've I've been very tempted to watch that. I want to watch it. I will watch that before All-American, I think. Uh, what is it about? Um, I'll let them explain it. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I are still powering through Homeland right now. It's one of my favorite shows, and uh, I've got my wife liking it. So I'm she's trying to catch up so then we can watch this latest season together because I'm holding off and waiting to watch the new season with her. Uh, Paulo says he asks a good NBA question. Do you think it's a waste of an NBA season if Luka and KP don't get playoff experience this year? No, not a waste. Unfortunate. I think I think I would say it's unfortunate that they don't get that experience, but I don't think it's a waste. I mean, they, they still got a lot of games together. Um, it, it is, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say waste because you're still gaining something from this and from the season played of your time together and all that. 
Uh, I think it just <clears throat> it I think it takes away a little bit of the grace period as far as their first playoffs. Uh, I think that will it might take away a little bit because going into next year, you're looking at even more time away from the ACL injury for KP. So the expectations for him, uh, you know, they're going to be a little bit higher and uh, you know not as uh, grace filled for him next year. So I think a lot of us will be expecting a top five, you know, top four, top six finish for the Mavs next year. And, you know, KP not being in you know, too much of a slump very much. Yeah, I don't think that it's a wasted year, but I think that there are some things, you know, it could have been more, right? We could have had more. It could have been it could have been better, right? It could have been an A-plus season as far as experience and overall, you know, uh, like added benefit to this team, but it's probably going to end up being a B, right? We got a year of Luca and KP. We had some some situations where it was just Luca playing, some situations where it was just KP playing, and but we didn't get enough, I feel like, of both of them playing together. We got a good amount, but not enough, and they were really just hitting their stride right before all this stuff went down. And so it wasn't, you know, the greatest of seasons for them, but it doesn't seem like a waste of a season to me right that that's kind of what it feels like there's definitely something to build on at this point yeah not not a waste but it's very unfortunate because in your mind i know a lot of people and i say this because um i've heard this a lot in in people's minds they you know they have it in their their head of hey the a young player like Luca and KB, they got to get to the playoffs first. You get your feet wet, and then you get you get beat, and then you come out of that, and then that's how you you grow. And it's like, all right, you tasted the playoffs, so then you have more expectations the next year. So does that push everything back now a year? Push everything back now in you know Luca's contract because if if you got that playoff experience this year and they get put out, then that's Luca's second year. You're going into his third year with those higher expectations. So now if everything's pushed back by that by that mindset, are you going to be coming out of year three of Luca and you know with a, his first playoff experience and then everybody's like, all right, well now he got his feet wet. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. I just know some people have that mindset of that timeline stuck in their head. Yes, yeah, and it's not just it's not going to be the way that you expect, right? I mean, it never things never rarely ever go the way that you expect. Uh, so far, I think this Maverick season has you know reached expectations that a lot of people didn't expect. Um, and it's going to just you know continue to, to be something different than what you really think. We can project all these different things, but um, you know the Mavericks are going to go along the path. You know they're going to go through their process, right? It's not the 76ers process, but it is a type of process they're going to go through. Jeff A asked a great question: Would you ever try cutting your own hair? Are you at that point yet, Isaac? You are wearing a beanie right now for those listening on the podcast. Yeah. Um, my wife is begging me to let her try it, and I say no. Um, I think if I was going for the like buzz cut, then sure. But I'm still like, yeah, I'm still trying rocking the fade and all of that. So, yeah, I think that's the only thing I would be comfortable is is doing like a full buzz cut with my hair. If I was just yeah. if I had no other options and I'd cut my hair, but I usually don't cut my hair for a good five months, <laughs> four or five months. I cut my son's hair a few weeks ago and it didn't turn out too bad. It's just, I, I just suck at fading. I mean, I'm not a barber, so respect <laughs> you to you to guys. You fade? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, the top of his hair is, like, still long. I didn't really touch it much, but then I made the sides shorter. So, he's, I mean, it looks cute, but it's just, I, I don't know if I'd take him to public. 
Uh, Dylan asks, how many kids are going to be born as a result of the quarantine? This is a great question. We actually just found out house? that some of our best friends uh, became pregnant. I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, so they're they were trying before the quarantine. So they wanted they want to make it known Ooh. that they aren't going to be just quarant- you know quarantine parents or quarantine babies or whatever uh, <laughs> as a result of it. But they uh, <laughs> they are pregnant now, and they're going to have it's going to be a whole bunch of babies born in December and November and January. Yeah, delivery rooms are going to be crazy uh, around that time, but uh, no more in the Harris household for a while. So you guys aren't, and we're probably not, we're not either. So <laughs> no, we, we yeah we have a seven week old right now. So I think there's a thousand Dylans in our chat right now because this is another Dylan. He says, if the Mavs lost Game Two in a championship, would Jason Terry be the most hated Maverick? No, I think Rondo still got that in the bag. Um, <laughs> But he would. I just watched this fourth quarter again today. It's two straight days I've watched the fourth quarter of this. I actually put it on our big TV and had my wife and my son, which, you know, he's just still figuring out. He just says ball a thousand times. And, uh, but I was trying to bring my wife into this environment and explain to her how I was feeling. And she was getting super hyped. And yeah, when the Chalmers shot happened, she was wondering what, uh, Jason Terry was doing on it. And, he definitely got saved. Let's just say that. Oh, yes. And it's bailed out, especially since they won that game. I mean, if they lose that game but still win the title, maybe maybe Mavs fans look back at that moment a little differently. Um, but it just got completely overshadowed by Dirk's lefty layup. And that is what they're going to continue to think about that game as. And we won't have to think about Jets. I mean, it's very good that this is a, a hypothetical, right? <laughs> Yes. Yes. Christian said thoughts on the horse game. This is this is interesting to me. Um, what do you think about ESPN? You know, playing this horse game. I think it's the twelfth, which is uh, coming up like Monday. I think. No, I'm out. I've been out on this. I mean, I appreciate the thoughts and trying to be creative about this. Um, and yeah, to try to put something on TV, but I'm just out on all of it. I I don't think it'll be entertaining. I hope I'm proven wrong though. The production value has to be a certain level, right? It can't be, okay, and we're here at the desk, and we're waiting for Steph Curry, to, or we're waiting for Trey Young to respond with his jumper, you know, and they're just sitting there waiting for, and then it's on the honor system whether they it's their first shot or not, right? He could he could film a couple different shots, and we don't know if it was real or not, because they're not live streaming from their phone, right? They're going to take a video and send it. I, I just don't know how the production is going to go, and I think that's what matters the most. If they can get some personalities in there, if they can get... Um, you know, some some cool shots. I don't, I don't know. It just that's what it all depends on for me. Yeah, I, I think they will have to incorporate some type of live stream, and then if they do that, then it's just gonna be it's gonna be choppy a little bit, not the best quality. And I mean, heck, look at this right now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not ESPN. If we had the budget of ESPN, this would be a much better production, I think, on my end for sure. But I'm just like trying to like picture, just like even. Like Trey Young hitting a half court shot, impressive, cool, yeah, it's awesome. But and then we got to watch Chris Paul try to hit a half court shot or Chauncey Billups, and it's like I don't care. Like I just don't. It just none of that is entertaining to me. Yeah, it's entertaining if you're there in an arena and they're playing horse, right? Like if you get to see the guys Maybe. and it's during halftime of something, right? Like you'll watch it, but I don't know. Our yeah. our standards aren't that low, right? <laughs> um. I love how you skipped over the Duncan Kobe question, by the way. Oh, I didn't see it. It was early. Well, who had the better? It. it said who? I thought you purposely didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't see it. 
And so, who do you think had a better career, Tim Duncan or Kobe Bryant? This is a fascinating question. Yeah, I think it's Tim Duncan. But the thing is, though, so Tim Duncan had... <laughs> why can't I defend anybody and you just not... You just, because, I, because you don't even let me have any type of opinion about LeBron. This is way closer than... I know, but it's a, it, it, but Lakers stuff is... Anyway, keep going. Okay, so... Yeah, there's a double standard there for you that you you you, you can't like laugh at me for defending my guys when you're like always upset. I know, that I, I laugh at it because you get because you don't let me say anything about LeBron, so I laugh and I try to say like, oh, you can't say anything about the Lakers, blah blah, blah without it. This too. is the, this is so close of a conversation. Like this is an actual conversation as opposed to some of the things you say about LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim Duncan versus Kobe. I think that it's fascinating that. Like, Tim Duncan is on the Brady... This is like a Brady-Peyton Manning thing, right? Where, like, let's say if Peyton Manning had won two... You know, he won both those Super Bowls with the Broncos. And he was at the... Basically, the top of his game at that point. Um, would would that be a closer conversation? Because Tom Brady had the, the longer career with one coach, one team, one organization, all that. Tim Duncan had the same exact thing. They're both incredibly impressive. But with Kobe... He was able to take, you know, he had the Shaq team and then he, you know, bridged these two gaps between these these great teams and then he had the, the Kobe and Powell teams. Uh, so it depends on what you think is more impressive. I think that Kobe Bryant was a better basketball player. I think Duncan may have had a better career. Yeah, I don't, I'm not in love with the Brady-Payton comparison, mainly because Payton only won like a couple of rings and, you know, Brady won a lot it's more different, than It's different, but it's just the way to compare it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to where, you know, Duncan and Kobe both won five, uh, similar amount of seasons, and similar, you know, Duncan played in three more playoffs, you know, had um, Kobe had three more all-star games, okay. Uh, Duncan had, you know, a few more things here and there, one more MVP, one more finals MVP, all this stuff, but I think, yeah, I think Tim Duncan had the better career, and I feel like, yeah, well, I don't want to go down that road, but and I don't want to take anything away from Kobe, too, because as far as pure talent, Kobe's one of the most talented basketball players I've ever played. Maybe it's Kobe had more peaks. He had a higher peak, right? He peaked at these two different levels. Like, he peaked with, with Shaq as a teammate. He peaked, you know, individually in the the, 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 <laughs> the desert where they walked around for 40 years in the desert, it felt like, uh, between Shaq and between Powell. And then he peaked again back with Powell, you know, team-wise. Whereas Duncan, it was just a straight line right across. It was it was almost like Russell and Wilt. And that right? line you, was high though. It was it was a, it was a high peak, yeah, for sure, with Duncan. Yeah, uh, but he was never how, did he? He won one MVP, right? Like so did Kobe, but no, he won two. He won two MVPs. Okay, but yeah, it's very close. I think we can. I think we can all agree. Yeah. I could yeah. all agree. All right, coming up, let's get into some more of your questions on Hot Mike. Doing it live. Hopefully, this is uh, translating well over the podcast. Stick with us. All right, Isaac, Andrew asked us a good question. He said, thoughts on the Mavs all-time starting five being Jason Kidd, Jet, Luka, Dirk, and Tyson. This was off of the Mavs on Twitter. They put out a bunch of polls uh, trying to vote on who would be the all-time starting five. Isaac is cowering in fear behind his <laughs> behind his pop filter because he is technically employed by the Mavs in a way. Um, and so, what did you? But what did you think about the overall process of of them trying to figure out the Mavs' all time starting five? Yeah, it's a it's a hard process when you you go 
uh, go about doing this for the Mavs because you have somebody so unique uh, like Luca because Luca is amazing already and he's such a fan favorite and then you have if you know you're doing this for a social media um, you know getting votes through social media then you know Luca's gonna get a lot of those votes and Luca is unique because he's a six eight point guard for the most part. But some of your best players in franchise history are also point guards in Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, and these guys, and Derek, Derek Harper. And so it was this. I was curious when they started it. I'm like, all right, where are they going to put Luca? Because you almost you'd have to take out some of these guys. So they they put him at small forward. I mean, you could, as Rick Carlisle says all the time, hey, positionless basketball. It's just he's a basketball player. Put put him on the floor. Um, yeah, I mean. <sighs> Who else would you have in there for Jason Terry? I guess you know if you want to make Rolando a case Blackman for somebody. is kind of the the big one that got left out in all this. Yeah, yeah. Row um, finding trying to find a place for Mark Aguirre. Uh, you know they put him at at you know at that center voting spot. Um, and which, Tyson won, uh, which won we found that out was semi a mistake, <laughs> semi not. There was a mistake in there with Mark Aguirre with the centers, but yeah. but you know Tyson. Um, yeah, Tyson, you know, won that, and rightfully so with that, and Tarpley, and um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I thought I thought it landed great because Kid won the point guard spot, so yeah, I don't know who. There's not a, another person out there that I guess you're. They're obviously missing. I guess if you want to say Roe, but uh, yeah, and Luca being a point guard, I think would have would have probably made it more accurate <laughs> but they just wanted to pick they should have just picked the five best players right they shouldn't have gone positions but to translate to twitter to translate to you know the everyday like yeah. basketball consumer they had to go in that direction so uh, and there wouldn't be a way for you to vote on twitter if you didn't do positions because then you'd just be picking four random players and saying hey i mean but there's so guys, many ways so. they could have done it that wasn't twitter though i mean they could have done like a, a google form you know <laughs> they wanted to just go something true yeah you know, rudimentary but, but yeah. it would have worked uh nevis says are we watching too much vintage nba i don't I, I would counter we're not watching enough vintage nba i'm gonna be doing a bunch yes. more streams on hot mic of some of these vintage games so stick with us and watch some more vintage nba we're not watching enough of it because we just had that whole conversation about kobe and duncan didn't bring up any specifics so we're the <laughs> we're the idiots at the front of the line not watching enough what 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 specifics are we missing Oh, I mean, just like specific examples of their career and talking about comparing them all time and, you know, things like oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, I was yeah. poking fun at us. Yeah, yeah. Watch watch plenty of throwback stuff and vintage stuff. I, I love Now, the thing that annoys me is when people watch vintage stuff and they're like, oh, these people are trash. Look at the game back then. And my biggest thing with people, you know, how basketball was played in whatever decade is just because somebody didn't do something does not mean that they couldn't do something. And that that's my biggest thing when watching some old footage of things of some people like, Oh, he didn't take threes. Well, like, that don't mean he couldn't take yeah, no a three. If they had a three, if they had a three point line, I mean, come on. So anyway, Eddie asked a good question. He said, do you think the Mavs will finally rebrand next season? Um, Yes. You guys finally think, on Hot Mike get to see Isaac's face. I think when we I ask these questions. I think we could see some. Um, I think we could see some different jerseys next year. Yeah. Well, Porzingis already kind of teased that you guys should see the jerseys next year, right? Like he already kind of teased that that was the new jerseys were coming. But we we know that Nike's going to make a new jersey every year. 
<laughs> yes. Thanks, Nick. We're talking um, about a rebrand, a full rebrand, which, by I'll, the way, Tim Cato did a uh, – he did like a full – um, you know, poll with all these fans, and it didn't it come up like sixty four percent or something want a rebrand. It was like I a lot. That, I thought that number would be higher. By the way, I should I should um, probably look it up. I may I may have just made that number up off the top, <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, yeah, and another thing to remember too is um, you know, next year is the anniversary year, so they will Ooh. you know on anniversary years that's when uh, teams can bring back some uh, old colors uh, some old jerseys so i'm just saying they could green? It's a po- green? like they they could teams could bring back you know these type of jerseys in anniversary years could 67% by the way i was off by 3% <laughs> okay um Wolfgang said, which NBA legends of the past would you guys love to see playing in the league today in their prime? I love this question. I mean, your your oh. first answer is Wilt Chamberlain, right? That, that's your answer to everything. And he would flat out dominate, like obliterate people in, in, in any era. Wilt was the most dominant center of all time. He'd be he amazing. Would. I'd love to see that. Uh, a guy that Dan Patrick was talking about on his show the other day, they were showing an old game of Pete Maravich. I feel like he would just fit so well in today's NBA. He was incredible passer, incredible shooter. They didn't have a three back then, so he wasn't really incentivized to even take the three. That's that's even different than the conversation you were having where like, oh, they didn't take threes back then. They literally couldn't take threes back when Pete Maravich yeah. played because they didn't have one. <laughs> it just didn't exist. I would love to see Pete Maravich play. Gosh, I mean, yeah. There's so, there's so many things of what guys would look like in to, in today's game. What guys, yeah, could could hit threes in today's game? Like, how many of those guys back then who couldn't take threes, wasn't allowed to take threes, didn't have, there wasn't a point in taking you know threes, didn't even have a three point line? Which, how many of those guys would just be knocked down three point shooters in today's game? That's something we'll just honestly have no clue about. But. Yeah. I think also one guy that's more recent, and it feels like we know how he would play, but I think it would be so different in 2020 than it was back when he actually played, is Shaquille O'Neal. I would love to see how a player like Shaq would translate right now because that's the ultimate you know, low-post player that's just absolutely dominant. Nobody can stop him down low. And today's NBA is just completely different than that. And so I would just wonder how he would translate. And Jason, I just saw Jason's question. He said, do you think what would have success against modern bigs? 1,000%. A lot of things, what some people don't understand about Wilt was Wilt was a track star, like track track athlete. This dude did, I mean, like, I mean, look up Wilt running track and doing this stuff. It was absolutely amazing, like insane. Dude played uh, volleyball at a professional level. The dude at one time could bench like 500 pounds. Like this dude could do everything. He, that's why I always say he's the most athletic player of all time most athletic athlete of all time yeah he used to lift with andre the giant and arnold schwarzenegger so you know yeah yeah uh man so yeah he he would be incredible uh there's just so many players though that i'd like to see uh which players do you think wouldn't translate very well let's let's end with that (sighs) like carl malone would be weird to try and figure out where he'd play and that's why this is why so there's this thing on twitter right now about people saying carl malone sucks which is completely ridiculous but in today's nba it's kind of hard to find a place for him he would be he would still be really good but his game just doesn't translate as well to today's nba which is why we have people looking back and saying oh this guy was trash what yeah which is just stupid stupid. yeah i don't freaking entertain that okay I, i i'll I know he's your favorite. Let's. I'll take it a different level. Would he be as good? Are you would Magic go, don't be, go Magic Johnson. No, no. Don't, would Magic be as good? Don't go Magic no, that's Johnson. What, that's Just all don't. I want to say. Would Just Magic don't. be? Would he be as good? Yes. 
Would he? Okay. Because I think he would be a little bit better than Ben Simmons, which is still really good. But I don't know. I don't know if he would be like, like a top five player in the league without the shot. Can you be a top five player in the league without the shot and run the point guard spot? Answer that in today's game. <laughs> Nick is looking at 32 on the Lakers jersey. Are you having technical problems again? Did you just say that Will, that Magic Johnson would just be barely better than Ben Simmons in today's NBA? In today's game. Get would be all the way out of here. I'm, a, like, I'm asking. You, leave. Go. Okay, Go. let's look up Magic's wow. three-point percentage. Could he be as good in today's game without a three-point shot? That's, that's he would a, that's have one though. He's the he's the he's the quintessential player. Have you okay? Have you seen the documentary about the the like Team USA practice and in, in, for the Dream Team? He was hitting threes yeah. all over the place there. Okay, okay. Well, if you, okay, if you believe that he would be a knockdown three-point shooter, then yeah, I get I mean, that. He, even I, if he wasn't that. a knockdown three-point shooter, he'd still be a great player. Ben Simmons is still a great player. No, I'm no, not, no. Ben not, Simmons is a good player. Magic Johnson was okay. a great player. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. I agree with that. I'm just saying in today's game, would Magic be as good as he was back then? I don't think so. I still think he'd be great, but I don't think he would be as good. Who asked the question that do we need to watch more vintage NBA? I think I think we need to go back and Isaac needs to watch some. Let me put some highlights all day. We can talk about this all day. Highlights. It's not. You have to watch the whole games. Lowlights? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, there you go. Let's end for the pod right there. Guys on Hot Mic, stick around, but we're going to continue on. We're going to continue on Hot Mic. We're going to end on the podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.